Welcome to Soundings Mindful Media Podcast. I'm Dudley Evanson, and for more than four decades, my husband Dean Evanson and I have created music and media that supports healing people and the planet. In our Soundings Podcasts, we share interviews with wisdom keepers we have met in the course of our life journey. To learn more about our activities and releases, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. At a teaching by His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama of Tibet, Dean Evanson and I, along with 3,000 other spiritual seekers, gathered to hear him discuss the sharp weapon blade wheel of transformation. In his usual down-to-earth manner, His Holiness brought ancient Buddhist wisdom into practical application for the 21st century. He spoke of taking our addictions, our desires, wants, cravings, indulgences, etc., and our aversions, our fears, anger, enemies, frustrations, suffering, etc., and using their antidotes to overcome them. From his perspective, the antidote to addiction is meditation and emptiness. The antidote to aversion is compassion and love. He pointed out that the best place to begin is with transformation of the heart. This can also be accomplished by putting others before self. With so much fear and divisiveness in the world, these ideas are extremely relevant to us today. The Sharp Weapon Blade Wheel was written in the 10th or 11th century. According to Robert Thurman, Buddhist scholar and longtime friend of the Dalai Lama, this text was used as a root for the live heart teachings of many of Tibet's greatest spiritual masters. Thurman explains that by practicing the Dharma, one is able to turn a sense of outrage and blame and take that energy inward upon oneself, making an advantage out of a catastrophe and evolving to a very high state of enlightenment, immune to even the fear of death. Thurman further chides us to take this teaching as a help to not only burn with impotent outrage at the stupidity and barbarity we see around us, but instead burn powerfully within to develop an inner peacefulness, a sound health glowing with inner victory, and a patience that enables us to remain happy and positive even in the midst of the most oppressive and provocative circumstances. A tall order for many of us, but something about the Dalai Lama's teachings has caught our attention and keeps unfolding before us. In prefacing his talk, the Dalai Lama spoke of the many problems that exist due to different religious faiths and that we need tireless efforts to promote religious harmony by genuinely gaining respect for each other. He encourages people to remain in the traditions they are used to, but he does offer precepts and tools from his own Buddhist path to help people live more mindfully. The awareness of empty mind or emptiness that can be found through meditation is a gift from his part of the world. He acknowledges the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas who live mindfully and practice altruism and, as he often says, my religion is kindness. A primordial clear light mind is something we all have within us. It is not something external to us. 
His Holiness spoke about the obstacles to experiencing our innate clear light mind as being those very addictions and aversions that taunt us almost continually. These pollutants of the mind, or negative afflictions, exist innately, but have not penetrated into the very nature of the fundamental clear light mind. They arise as a response to circumstances and can be turned to advantages if we take their energy and turn inwards using the blade wheel of transformation. When we reflect deeply on the causal continuum, the natural innate mind of clear light emerges. In the midst of our afflictions resides wisdom. When natural potential is developed to its fullest, and when one understands their own true nature, that person becomes a Buddha. Sometimes, when I get frustrated with the current worldview of divisiveness and conflict and deception, I have to step back and look at things through a macro lens and try to see it for what it might mean in a larger context. Every epoch of history has had its tyrants, Yet often the ones in our own era seem greater to us. Perhaps one day we will be able to look at this time period for what it really might be for us, a stimulant to cause us to wake up and experience our true nature. The Dalai Lama speaks of two kinds of ignorance. One is simply misknowing or not knowing, and that can be remedied by exposure to truth. The other kind of ignorance is far more serious, for it involves wrong-knowing or distorted views of reality. We see that exemplified today in our politically divisive world. This sort of thinking is foundation for prejudices and animosities that create a sense of separation and is most likely based on high levels of addictions and aversions that cloud the clear light mind. Notice how fear and terror have become bywords of modern life. These aversions are not part of our innate mind, but they are posited on us, creating a condition in us of wrong knowing. That is what propaganda is, and it can only be counteracted by letting go of those distortions of reality and searching out true information and honesty. In 1994, at the teaching on patience presented by His Holiness in Tucson, Arizona, Dean Evanson and I, along with 1,400 other people, took bodhisattva vows. In so doing, we promised to put others before self and live our lives out of compassion for the benefit of other sentient beings. Then in 1998, we were privileged to interview the Dalai Lama at Tibetan Children's Village in Dharamsala, India, where he lives. His Holiness was asked how he was able to deal with the Chinese who had taken so much from his people. He answered by saying, We may be different on the outside, but on the inside we were all the same. We all seek happiness and an end to suffering. He sees everyone, including the Chinese, as mother or brother or sister, sentient beings. All receive his compassion and love. We couldn't help but connect with that approach to Christ's commandments, that we love our enemies. If we can truly love our enemies, we shall cease to have enemies. And wouldn't it be wonderful if the world could be a happy place and we could all be friends? And so this is my 
meditation, I love to say. It's from that original teaching. A primordial clear light mind is something that we all have within us. It is not something external to us. It is on this basis that we can attain enlightenment. When we can see straightforwardly and non-conceptually the nature of our clear light mind and remain totally absorbed on this nature without ever regressing from it, we have become a Buddha. And so may we all focus on this idea that the Buddha exists within us if we just shine our light on it and let go of our aversions and addictions. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Soundings Mindful Media Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this program. To learn more about our music, guided meditations, books, and videos, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. Peace through music blessings.